Good afternoon, Patriots, and today is Wednesday, October 12th in the year 2022. All sorts of crazy stuff going on, which is normal. I just should say it this way. Our world is in its normal state, and it's getting more normal each day. (laughs) I'll tell you, what an upside-down crazy world we live in. Patriots, before we begin, make sure that, oh, I oh, bit of news, though, before I jump into this. Mike Lindell and his team just shipped 20,000 pillows and blankets down to Fort Myers, and Mike is going to be there to hand them out. This is awesome. This guy's awesome. And so with that, you know what I'm going to say, buy some pillows and sheets and blankets and mat- and mattresses. And you know where to do that. That's at MyPillow.com. MyPillow.com, and our landing page is MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. Which, by the way, is really cool. It's really cool that we have that, and thanks to all you great patriots that we do have that, our special Bards landing page with our special Bards promo code, B-A-R-D-S. And so when you go to the landing page or you just go to MyPillow, you can even go to my store too if you want. That's a whole other topic. But the, where's you're going to be amazed. Here it comes. The promo code on my store and my pillow is exactly the same. It's B A R D S. Get confused? Just remember the name of the podcast, Bards FM. That's Bards. Drop the FM. That's your promo code, and you're going to get all sorts of great savings. And then if you're going to speak to somebody and you say, "Oh, I just can't stand this internet stuff. I've got to talk to a human being," well, that's even better because they have Patriot Pillow Counselors on standby, eight hundred nine seven five. 2939-800-975-2939. Use your promo code BARDS. Get great savings. Get great pillows. Get great sheets. Get great comforters. Get great mattresses. Get great slippers, towel sets. And they also have great coffee. So mypillow.com forward slash BARDS. Promo code BARDS. You will not be disappointed at all. So here is some interesting news. I'm sure you're going to be stunned. The New York Times has decided that Biden lying is okay. So this is what they wrote. Biden's, here it comes, folksiness can veer into folklore with dates that don't quite add up and details that are exaggerated or wrong. The factual edges shaved off to make them more powerful for audiences. That's a nice way of saying that Biden's a lying piece of crap that is a hand puppet run by some elites behind him and foreign entities that have hijacked our government. And I'm not even sure it's Biden. He's probably some fool in a mask. So, but, but that doesn't have the eloquence. It doesn't have the eloquence of the New York Times piece. Now, I want to go back to the Tulsi Gabbard thing. And I'm going to preface it with this. I think that the reason that we are going to continue to be on the losing side is because too many patriots are stupid. I'm sorry if that gets your feathers in a ruffle, but I'm not sorry, really. Because here's why I say this. Everyone is going around celebrating this great, amazing position shift of Tulsi Gabbard, as if if literally like there's a new energy solution. And it's all about she's red-pilling normies. She's bringing normies across from the Democrat Party. We're destroying the Democrat Party. Patriots, I hope you all realize that this is all part of their game. It's controlled opposition. The elites have Tulsi fleeing, supposedly moving over to free many from the Democrat Party. 
they know doggone well the Democrat Party is the hub of has been the hub of the crime network, and so now they're just sending their people out. But it's a two party system that's controlled. It's two parties, one one party, two faces. So let's get real here. And oh, by the way, something everybody seems to have missed, including BioClandestine, who has been writing endless articles defending. Tulsi, and even trying to make the argument that because she was part of psychological warfare, that she's part of the Q team. That's right, Patriots. Tulsi Gabbard has been part of the plan. All along, she's been the sleeper in the Democrat Party. And in the sleeper in the Democrat Party, right at the brink of disaster for the Republicans, she rolls across the line with the reveal that they're an evil cabal, and with it, she saves the many and brings them out of slavery into the light to where they will now vote for President Trump and all the Republicans and we will win. This is the dumbest story ever. She even brings them over to independent. Half of them are going to vote green. But isn't it convenient that Tulsi managed to jump into the news and consume the news cycle on the same day that the Pfizer exec who was under testimony in Great Britain admitted that Pfizer didn't test the shots on humans to know whether it would prevent transmission and therefore undermine the entire justification of having the digital passports and of the encouragement of people to take the vax. Let that set in. You see, this is how it's played. And the gullible mass of sheeple say, oh, Look, it's a squirrel, and Tulsi is a squirrel. Running across the trail as everybody runs across there. It's just so fantastic. We're going to win the election as the real truth bomb. And there was another one, too, by the way, which if you didn't miss it, if you missed it, the FBI offered Chris Steele $1 million to prove dossier allegations against Trump. In other words, they paid him money to create fake evidence. Now, these two things come out, and it just happens to be, at the, as they're starting to pick up momentum in the news, Tulsi jumps out in front of everybody and says, hey, look at me. I'll even give you a bikini shot if you need one. And look at me, and my, me who has a chin like a man and a, and a voice that's kind of getting deeper. Maybe, maybe I, I don't know if I'm a transgender or not, Tulsi. And right away, all the Patriots just jump into that one and they go, oh, look at this. We're winning. We're getting them red-pilled on the normies. I'm shaking my head. I swear, never would I have imagined that a country that was so great, built, established by such great founding fathers, would be overtaken by blue-haired transgenders and surfers in bikinis suddenly came to the enlightenment moment that they were in the wrong party. And for all those years, we were suffering blood loss on the battlefield just for that. Can you imagine? Unbelievable. Get it right. It's all part of the game and part of the scam. The election is, the election results right now, the election results right now are absolutely or the, where we're heading into the elections, are absolutely going to be rigged. And you got to know that. It's, it's going to be another clown show. So buckle up. We're long, we are a long ways from the end of this fight. Patriots, it's 11 minutes after the hour. It's time for some spiritual warfare. Buckle up.
Father, today we come to you as we do each day, humbled, blessed, grateful for all that you provide in this world for us, grateful for the blessings that have been put upon us and upon our families. Equally, Father, we pray for our families and our friends who have taken the shot. Just pray that they can find a way to Christ and they can hear us, that their hearts can be opened and that they can hear with a resounding call that the need, their need to get down and repent for taking such a shot and doing such a thing. Father, these are times when it continues to amaze how easily people are dissuaded and distracted from you. We have a continual worship, a continual worship of the political class. And unfortunately, the idolatry, the idolatry that is persistent here is nauseating. People worshiping the vote, people worshiping President Trump, people worshiping people like Tulsi Gabbard that are somehow going to save the day. Forgive us, Father, as a nation for our continued sins and our continued eyes away from you. Lord, we pray deeply with our hearts today that the process of idolatry that seems to be so deeply entrenched in so many people's psyche and hearts just gets dispelled. That They can start looking towards you and looking to Jesus rather than trying to look towards the institutions of men, which we know very well are so heavily corrupted that there is no way to solve these problems without putting our eyes on you. Lord, you tell us in Proverbs 24, 6, for by wise guidance you will wage war, and in abundance of counselors there is victory. And so we do pray that those out here will have true guidance in their heart to realize what they are doing, to steer away from the traps of idolatry, and to truly be strong in these days. But we also know that you comfort the disturbed and disturb the comfortable. So for those that are finding themselves comfortable, may they be shaken and unsettled so that they are left to seek you for all that they need and all that is needed. John 14, 6, Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Father, we just pray that people will understand the power of those words, the magnitude of that statement to appreciate the truth that sits before them, the love in Jesus, and the importance and necessity, more than importance, to put their eyes on Christ, accept Christ in their heart, and walk forward as in one body. Our nation still remains deeply divided. Our nation seems remains deeply corrupted in its values and its morals. So equally, Father, we pray for so many to be awakened, to shake to their core, to where they can start putting their eyes on you and let go of the worships and the attractions to all of the things of this world and realize they are not of this world, simply in this world. We are in difficult times. And as difficult times, we also know that this nation is going to be challenged And it's going to require us as a remnant to stand strong and stand boldly in this hour. To stand in the gap 
to be watchers on the wall, to awaken as many as possible. And Father, we know that in this day that there are so many that don't want to see. There still remains so many that are wandering or refusing to look, refusing to see the truth. We pray for the words, we pray for the interactions, we pray for the wisdom that you can bless us with that will shake them from their slumber, awaken them into the realities of the world that we currently live, to have them realize truly what's at stake. John Quincy Adams reminds us, duty is ours, results are God's. We do have the obligation and duty, Lord, to be engaging, and we pray for that continued strength. And as we each face our challenges in our life, we need to remember all of what Christ brought us, that our sins were forgiven, and we need to keep our life committed to him, to continually walk in that place that Jesus called us to, and to remember Hebrews 12, 1-2. Therefore, since we have such a great cloud of witness surrounding us, let's rid ourselves of every obstacle and the sin which so easily entangles us, and let's run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking only at Jesus, the originator and perfecter of the faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Father, let us have that clarity, that strength in our heart, and that purity in our walk that as we continue to move forward, we become the true lights in this nation, the lamps on the hill in all nations that others see and are attracted to and are brought to. And with it, let us truly embrace the gifts given as given in John 14, 12. Truly, truly, I say to you, the one who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these he will do because I am going to the Father. Father, let us truly embrace all that has been given us and to understand truly what's before us and truly understand what our potential is, that we cannot limit you in our life, but rather to open up the gates and to allow you in fully, to not hinder you in our heart, but to let you open the doors that only you can open and let us walk through those boldly and fearlessly as we walk in this time in this place to bring healing to this nation to cast out the demons, and to reset you on the throne. We say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. I'm going to play a piece here. I, I like it because there's not that many people outside of this channel, me, that are speaking against transhumanism. Most people are wandering merrily along and just pretending like it doesn't exist. We know that the graphene oxide inside people has the potential to be able to cause a connection, affect a connection with 5G communication and thus bridge people into the AI world. The thing that I keep saying and I'm going to keep reminding is there isn't a single politician that is speaking out against 5G. I'm sorry, against transhumanism. And it's and it's at the core of what these shots were designed to do. And no one wants to talk about it. Matter of fact, we just bring out another Tulsi Gabbard and everything is okay. And, if, and I'm telling you, if she had been giving a surfing picture, 
with whatever she is in a bikini, I think the entire Q movement would have thrown up the surrender flag and said, we have won or something. I have no idea. Insane how ridiculous people are. But I want you to hear this piece with Steve Bannon. One minute and 40 seconds. One eternal sin, one unforgivable sin to blaspheme the Holy Spirit. What are we but vessels of the Holy Spirit? Made in the image and likeness of God himself. Right? And the Holy Spirit is imbued in every one of us, right? Do you think that taking that biology and saying it's programmable like a silicon chip and I can edit human beings and I can enhance human beings and I can merge man and machine and I can create man 2.0? You think that's acceptable? If Jefferson and the smartest intellects from the revolutionary generation came back and said, what in the hell is going on? Not only let the country become an oligarchy that has taken away the wealth and prosperity and future of every generation to come and send you out on foreign battlefields fighting other people's fights, right? right. You've also allowed these madmen to just kind of start creating this with no public discussion or public debate. Have you heard any public debate about this? Have you seen any hearings? No. No. So we have our work cut out for us. But here's the great news. It gets back to a concept called subsidiarity. Where they can't beat us and can't really fight us is at the local level. We control that. That's huge leverage and they know it. Why are they coming out all the time? Why are they so freaked out about the precinct strategy and about the school boards? Why are they freaked out about that? Why are they losing it? Because they can't control it. They can't control you. That was Steve Bannon. And I'm going to put that right now into the Bard's family room so you can find it there. There you go. So that was Steve Bannon, which I, I'm just happy you said it. And he's absolutely right. There is just to blasphemy the the temple which God gave us, our bodies. That's a pretty big sin, folks, especially with this genetic modification. We have to continue to pray for these people that took it. As I've said many times, we fought an aggressive battle and we saved as many lives as we can as we could from taking the injection. Sadly, many walked blindly into the pit of hell as they did it, refusing to listen, refusing to step away from their obsession with fear, many just not caring enough and not loving God enough. Now these many are sick. People are getting sick every day. People are dying every day. It's a big issue. And we're being hit with lots of waves of issues. But the substantive issues are the ones to pay attention to, not the flash in the pan things like Tulsi Gabbard. Okay? And, I, and I've said this, and I'm beating it hard today because I've just seen way too much garbage going on about people trying to, like, this is good. I don't care if you trust her or not. It's not about that. It's about what's the end game effect here. You're going to vote for approximately 40 people. You're not going to vote for the CEO of Pfizer. You're not going to vote for the lobbyists behind the scenes. You're not going to vote for the new bankers or Wall Street people. You're not going to change the CEO of Blackwater, Vanguard, Blackstone, none of these, BlackRock. You're not going to change these CEOs, folks. 
You're not changing the SES class. And so be realistic about your vote. Again, I don't tell you not to vote. It's a civic duty. Got it. But they still control the machines. We haven't seen any machines taken out of play yet. We don't have paper ballots uniformly across this nation. We don't have voter ID installed across this nation. So the question you have to ask is what has changed that will make the vote more secure? Your answer should be nothing. And yet we're told, even by President Trump, he said it the other day, you've got to vote in numbers so we can overwhelm the algorithms. And I have a standing question to Mr. or to President Trump. We did that in 2020. How come we lost? There's a big game going on here to keep people occupied and distracted from the bigger issues. And the bigger issues are things like the shot and people dying, transhumanism, which is their master agenda, the rollout of a CBDC, another master agenda, the collapse of the entire system in which we are living under, shortages of fuel, shortages of food, and let us not forget the hallmark of all things international, which no one is speaking of these days, child sex trafficking. I just got off the call with a group that we're going to bring on next week that's been helping raise money for child sex trafficking on a big level. I'm excited to be working with them. Patriots, their number they have they gave me today, 10,000 children go missing a day in the United States. 10,000. See, these are the real issues. And when you get all this other fluff going on around here and, and politics and elections, nobody in these realms is wanting to dig in hard to these topics. And let's talk about them. Let's dig into them. Let's find solutions to them. I don't know how it's possible that the most mighty force in the world, the military that can literally track down a gnat on a flea's butt with their satellites, they cannot stop child sex trafficking or even make a dent in it. It's because they are complicit in the problem. And this is what has to stop. And ultimately, it's going to be in our hands to do, and it's biblical. And in case anybody's confused where I sit on this topic, so I just want to make it viscerally clear. Anybody dealing with child abuse and child sex trafficking, child rape, child sacrifice, any of that, the solution is very simple. It's just a millstone, and I'll drop you in the lake, and I'll see you later. There's not going to be any more discussion. And that's biblical. As a matter of fact, we'll just keep it biblical and leave it there. Millstones. So... My point of all this is keep your focus on uh, ahead on what's really critical and real. This politic noise, and I just, again, I'm just rolling my eyes at how easy it is to pull people off the path of focus. All it took was a, a deep-voiced surfer that <laughs> says she, I think it's a she, is now leaving the Democrat Party that had previously been married in a cult and previous to that had married a son of a cult worshiper from the Philippines and the young boy who's now disappeared. But it's all okay because John Podesta helped her first campaign, got her elected, and she was part of the World Economic Forum. But I'm sure everything's forgiven now that she's come on over and said, hi, I'm here to help. 
<laughs> like all people in the government. Boy, I tell you. All right, Patriots. It's going to be a great show tonight. We're going to have a good interview, so in, tune on in. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil, never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us, though I think at certain times he's probably shaking his head like, uh, are you ever going to wake up and be like, yes, Father, we are. He's never going to forsake us, though. And in the end, God always wins. But he has us here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. Walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. And subdue your enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I will see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time. God bless. And out for now. We shall pay any price. Bear any burden. Meet any hardship. Support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal, but that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country.
old evil that has waited thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.